Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games of the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives for varying skill range. I am the judge of this trial. Andrew, with me, our unreliable witness, Keith. Hello. And the expert we need to call in to help solve the case. Welcome our new guest, Javier from Nerd Tech Plus. Objection! <laughs> <laughs> this week, me and Keith picked the game because uh, we've always heard about Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. And so they finally came out with the trilogy on Game Pass. And so, you know, I've always seen this game so much and I've seen it memed a lot. So I was like, I got to check this game out. So we played Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney by Capcom. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is a mostly narrative-driven kind of story game where you are playing Phoenix Wright, who's an Ace Attorney. And you're trying to solve various murders that are happening. And, you know, you got to find clues and investigate what's going on. Going around, Keith, was this a game or a pass for you? This is game. It it definitely is. It I had in my mind that it was not such a long game as it is. So I definitely found myself surprised with how much time I've spent in it and how much how not far into it as I thought I would be. <laughs> um, but that said, I, I've really been enjoying my experience. I didn't, I didn't quite know what to expect because I, I don't know. How do you do like a lawyer? It's sort of, it kind of has like a weird fighting element. There's, I don't know. It's very Capcom in, in so many ways. And, yeah. and it wasn't until like I saw Capcom when, when the game would load up and I played the game and it wasn't until you were just talking about that it clicked with me. The reason that I was hearing Mega Man every single where in the game was because it's Capcom. And so I never thought about that. <laughs> There's just like straight up Mega Man noises in there. Yep. <laughs> I never thought about that, but Javier, thank you so much for joining us. You know, you are a big fan of these games. So obviously me and Keith do not have enough time to play all three of these games. So, so thank you so much for joining us and helping us, you know, fill in the blanks of the games we weren't able to reach. But tell us, what do you think of uh, Phoenix Wright? Uh, Phoenix Wright is a definite game. It is not what you expect, definitely, from something called a visual novel. There's quite a yeah. bit of gameplay for it. <laughs> and um, it's just, it, ma- it makes me crack up, even playing it after you told me if I could come on, just starting to play it again. Even knowing the scenes and the outcomes, there's just certain lines of dialogue in this game that just make you crack up. It's just <laughs> written very well. You know? It is. Yeah, this is this is a. I'm gonna be the third one. This is a game. Uh, you know, I've you know I enjoy a visual novel game every once in a while. Like just recently, I got off a uh, Denkenrapa. They had you know the first three on Game Pass, but unfortunately, I think they've all been removed. I only got through the first one, but. You know, I, I like to play these types of games every once in a while. It is just a lot of reading. So if you're someone who doesn't have the patience to do a lot of reading, <laughs> you're obviously not going to enjoy it. But as Javier said, the characters are really good. The writing is pretty funny. Like, this is just a fun game. But, uh, yeah, as I said, you know, with the story, you know, there's a trilogy. You know, you're starting in the first one called Ace Attorney is the very first game. And the second one's Justice for All. And the third one's Trials and Tribulations. But you are essentially playing as Phoenix Wright, who is just getting out of law school, which I actually thought was kind of a nice twist. Like, I always thought this game was kind of just because the game's called Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. So it's like, oh, this guy's already a whiz. So I thought it was going to be like, hey, you're playing this guy who's already established. But no, it's like this is your first trial and it's a tutorial. And the game kind of I I was surprised how hard the trials kind of go. 
Like, literally, the first trial is a tutorial, but you're still dealing with murder. And then the second one, even, like, bigger murder. And it's like, man, this is the second trial. But, uh, yeah, the storytelling in this game, I was really impressed with. Uh, yeah, no, it's a... Uh, I, I like how, also, they're all, they're all kind of interconnected. Like, yeah. the, the things you did in the last trial might not necessarily matter to a case, but the characters are still going to talk about what happened last case and how it might be similar to something that's happening in this case. I, I, I Okay, so I got us to the, um, the last episode in the first one, and literally in the fourth episode at the end, a character's like, I'm going to join your team. And then in the fifth episode, he's not on my team, and it's like, Wait, so did that not happen? Does it, I haven't I haven't finished the episode yet. Does it did, like? I guess you can tell me out here. Did they explain that? Um, they, they kind of explain it in that fifth episode. Okay. Um, and <laughs> does it, he join the team later? Later, yeah. But but All right, I'm trying to be vague because I want to spoil anything. Okay. But you got to remember, these games were written to be a trilogy, and there's like eight plus games after these three games. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like, and they all interconnect. Uh, there's like Apollo Justice. Um, I, I think um, Edgeward gets his own game. That one I've never played. Uh, oh. But th- there's quite a few games spanning into after Ace Attorney. With, yeah. With with the Edgeworth one, do you actually play as the prosecutor? I think so. I, I, I don't. I, ah, I, I, that's actually kind of a cool twist. Th- there's a lot of them. There's I hope like. It does. I think that one's one of the ones that was still Japan only. Because some of these were exclusive. Like, ah. like I, was, I was mentioning to you guys earlier, these are like um, re-re-reports. Because these came yeah. out in like 2001 for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they were Japan exclusive. Man. And then eventually they got ported to the DS when the DS came out and that was the new hotness. that They got brought, it, they got brought to the States. Yep, that's when Nintendo started doing fun things with their hardware. Yeah, and then uh, after that, the next port would be the Wii. They had this on the Wii? Yeah, they had these on the Wii. And then the <laughs> the last port would be what we have now that's on everything, basically, on iOS, Android, PlayStation, Xbox. See, yeah, that's why I never got around to these. Uh, to me, I always saw them as, like, a Nintendo-exclusive game. And so, like, I never really got too much of Nintendo until, for the most part, yeah, the Switch. Like, I didn't even own, like, a Wii. Which everyone owned a Wii, but I never even owned that. But I, I had a DS, but I'm surprised I never picked up this game on the DS. This and uh, Professor Layton, which is very similar, but you play a detective and you solve puzzles and stuff, were uh, my yeah, jam. Telling, yeah, they do a crossover with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I gotta say, right off the bat, what I loved about the story, I, and I always feel like Japanese companies do the best with rivals. And sure enough, your main rival is Edgeworth, who's the prosecutor, and you're playing as a defendant. And I, I like the way they always do rivals in games are just great because it's not it always feels like a love hate relationship. And I think it's just so well written in this game. Well, so like I know I know that it's a video game and I know that he's your <laughs> rival. I, I, I'm not even going to call Wait, this it's like, a video game. This oh, is some video life. <laughs> this isn't some like actual great, but I just found it really interesting that. Everyone thinks that Edgeworth is great, and he's like even even Phoenix is like, oh, he's just he's you know he'll do anything to do what's right, and then all he does is just make up lies and cheat his way into being a good prosecutor. So that's that's explained in the story though. Oh, and, uh, okay. And that and, the, and that 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 might not be on him. Okay. Oh. I got a little bit of that in the fourth episode. 
It's, Interesting. Which it is. It is kind of funny though, of like how they kind of do this. Yeah, how they're like, oh, you're Ace Attorney. I gotta say, like the thing that kind of makes me laugh though, you know, you're called Ace Attorney, but like a lot of these cases, you're just fumbling in the end. Because like even I couldn't, I didn't quite get what was going on. Okay, the to me the fourth case was so outlandish to me. Like, <laughs> uh, what was it called? It was called Turnabout Goodbyes. Just like by the end when you figure it out, it's like what? Yeah, it re- <laughs> like it kind of made no sense. And your character too is just kind of stumbling, and it's like, man, I don't feel like an ace attorney. I feel like a guy who's just really lucky and just spitballing, and it's working. <laughs> That, that that's basically what it is and and it's funny because even in the second game you're only like on your sixth actual case yeah if you think about it so you're still not really an ace attorney <laughs> well is your is your name actually nick or is that just what maya calls you because i think because either way i think it's funny that everyone you know calls you phoenix and she's just like hey nick get over here no no that's that, i never thought about that that's his uh that's his name Armia. Okay, so it is his really name, his real name. Just no. So one wait, then what's him Phoenix? That? I thought he's Phoenix Wright. So, is Nick like his middle name? I'm I'm not quite sure on it, but the sisters <laughs> are in on the joke, and th- that's what makes it funny. Well, it's same with the best friend. Your best friend's name is is Larry Butts, but everyone keeps calling him Harry Butts. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, or or yeah, I loved I loved just the names in this game. I, I didn't pick it up, but on the very tutorial, on the very first one, um, the bad guy's name is Mr. Saw It, and I didn't pick it up. <laughs> but Liz is like, oh, I get it, Saw It. And I was like, oh, I get it out. I like- Not as hidden, but I liked Old Bag a lot. Mostly oh, my God, yes. Old just because the way the judge is like, dancing around. He's like, what, Miss- Mrs. Old Bag? <laughs> <laughs> or they call her Wind Bag. Yeah. Uh, what's such a windy bag? Yeah. <laughs> or the, uh, the bad guy in the... Th- second one his name is mr white well his first name's red so he's red white and he's the president of blue corp so he's red white and blue yeah red white and blue i was like oh okay so is this supposed to be a jab at americans that were for some like narcissistic like jerk no maybe i don't know i know at least that like i mean it basically told you right away that he and i guess it shows him too but it tells you that he's the killer right away at that one because it starts out in such yeah. red white and blue which they kind of keep doing. Well, they kind of keep giving you like a snippet, which is an interesting. I I liked, but sometimes I kind of wish they didn't. Like I said, by the uh, the turnabout turnaround goodbye, turnabout goodbye. I think it was. Is it turnaround or turnabout? I think it's turnabout. I think so, anyway. it's turnabout because the only okay. the, the only case in the whole three games that isn't called doesn't have turnabout in it is uh, the fifth chapter, which is called Rising from the Ashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. What is there a reason for that? Um. Nobody knows. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if someone <laughs> does, I don't. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they kind of give you a snippet, but still, like by the end, like I said, it, the ending of it is just so outlandish. And it's just like, okay, it's kind of weird. But uh, these cases are just a lot of fun. Like I, I'm impressed of just like how this story is kind of given. Because you're literally just seeing just a couple still images. Like, there's very little cutscenes. It's literally just a person's face on the screen, a talking head, and you're just reading a bunch of text and dialogues. But, like, the actual interactions that are going on in this game are actually a lot of fun. And the cases by the end, like I said, I still feel like an idiot on some of them because I'm like, how would anyone figure this out? But just, like, the writing in it and how 
the game unfolds this case. You know, usually some of them are done by two days, but as you're going farther, they're done by like three days. So it's three different trials you're going through and it's like progressively going. It's really cool how these cases are going. But, um, oh, this is a question I've always had. Hopefully you can answer, Javier. Where is this taking place? Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming this is in America. I think California. It's in California. Um, okay. It's technically like in an alternate timeline, one of the directors yeah. have said. Where there was this, uh, there's there, there was an act in like the 1900s that limited how much land like Japanese people could own. So in this reality, that doesn't exist, which allows more Japanese people to immigrate and move here and cultivate like a Japanese-like culture within California, which is how they okay. explain a lot of the traditional Japanese images you see in the later games. Oh. So does that um, is this also the explanation as to why the court system is very weird? Because this is not how courts usually played. Um, I think the system. I think it's it's supposed to kind of be like that, but I think it's just supposed to a dystopian system of courts. Yeah, because if you think about it, it's and even in later games, these first three games are referred to as the dark ages of the court system. If that gives uh-huh. if that gives you any idea of what's going on with the courts, because they just really want a guilty verdict. That's that's yeah. Well, that's I, kind of the vibe. I, I got, was gonna yeah. say I think they mentioned that actually in one of the like early early cases, like maybe even like the second one, because I was only on the third one, I guess, or like halfway through the third one. So yeah, I remember them saying something about basically just doing anything, or that they wanted to wrap cases up within three days or less. Yeah, and and it was basically just get a guilty verdict and get out of there. But I guess that's kind of interesting, yeah. Because I was like, I I kind of just took it more as it was the only way you could turn law into a video game by bending yeah. some of the rules of of reality a little bit and being like, hey, yeah, you don't need to like actually submit evidence and all that. You can just throw out wild accusations and then back down from them. <laughs> Well, well, not even that. You got to think that they're letting both the defense and the prosecution and the police go to the crime scene and each collect their own evidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, so, just, it's like a grab bag of whatever you find and pick yeah. up. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you can get your hands on it, it's now evidence. Nobody has to know it <laughs> until you show up in court that day and remember. I, I'm kind of surprised like people aren't showing up literally with like just trash bags of things. Like I just grabbed everything. It might be a clue. Cause like the way you kind of throw some of this stuff out is like, yeah, like I, that always kind of irritates me when they're like, yeah, I could prove this person shot this person. And then you have to pick from your inventory. What clue proves that? And a lot of times I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like a lollipop. And luckily it's right. He's like, cause of this lollipop, you know, it has traces of his blood. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know that, but I just randomly picked it. <laughs> I, well, and I think I, if we're, I don't know, I don't know if we're jumping into gameplay a little bit, but I think yeah. it, that's kind of my one gripe is that in some ways I think it's a little too linear. And it's and it's the only thing I really don't like is that it it feels like there are certain puzzles or aspects to it that's like, I don't want to say it doesn't matter what order you do them in, but it kind of does. And I'm thinking specifically in the third one, like they reference a character who's in another area in a way as though you've seen them yet. But if you didn't go to that area first, you wouldn't have known that thing about them. 
So yeah. it's like there's there's dialogues that feel like they should take place one after another, but don't. But you have to make sure that you visit all of these places and kind of like check a box before it will let you progress. Yeah. So it's it. it I kind of wish it had a little bit more, and maybe the later games do this. I don't know, but it as far as where I've played through, that's the only thing I don't like is that I I want to have a little bit more flexibility and fun with with the law because apparently that's what you can do in this timeline. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Keith. Like, it's this checkbox that you're doing in order to get to the trial, but you don't have... Like, I wish this game gave you visual. Does it eventually, Javier? Can you answer this? Like, give you a checkbox of things you need to do? Um, Bef- It doesn't give you a checkbox of things you gotta okay. do. I know I know your partner, Maya, every, kind of gives you an idea of like, oh, we need to talk to these people. But, like, you specifically have to kind of trigger certain dialogue present certain things to certain people. So you Mm -hmm. don't really know. And you have to click on certain things in some environments in order to kind of progress and actually get to the trial. So there was a couple of times where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm lost. I feel like I've talked to everyone. Like, I guess I'm missing an item. I don't know what it is. And so I remember specifically it was the uh, steel samurai uh, case, which that one annoyed me because there was a lot of places you could visit and kind of traveling in this game is, Honestly, kind of a nightmare. It's just really annoying. It's tedious. Horrid. Yeah. You got to go to this path and you can select to go to this one. And it's just like this weird, like pacing of like trying to just get to an area and it's just annoying. But yeah, like that one got, I got stuck a couple of times where I'm like, what am I doing? And it spent, I spent like 15 minutes literally going and representing things to people till finally something triggered. And, and I feel like for me at this point, it doesn't feel like that, but I can, Thinking back on, on, on the first time I played these games and how much younger I was, I I could tell you I did get frustrated to the point that, um, the, my, if I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to gamer secrets. On the DS, um, I actually had to use a, gamer, a Game Shark. Oh, man. I don't know if y'all remember man, Game Shark. I forgot about those, yeah. So I had to put like a cartridge about four inches long into the back of my DS <laughs> and then put the DS cart into the back of that cart. And they would just give me like the infinite health. So I wouldn't lose during like the court systems and, uh, and stuff like yeah. that. And that was my first experience with the game. So I, I, I can definitely understand that frustration. Um, and even going back to steel samurai, I rem- uh, or the, that is what it's called. I'm sorry. I'm a little, it was, uh, it was turnabout. I can't remember what one it was, but the case you were you mentioned yeah. you you, yeah, you yeah, named yeah. it perfectly earlier, and then now nobody can remember. <laughs> but um, going back to my my first playthrough, I remember being really frustrated because I uh, I didn't specifically like rip some boards you're supposed to rip off to allow a character to come in. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. no so no matter what I did, that character wouldn't come up, and I remember putting the game down for like several months. And then coming back to it because I was like, man, even the Game Shark can't fix everything, right? <laughs> and <laughs> even though it's literally hacking the game, it can't fix this. Beat the game can't, for me. <laughs> can't fix stupid. I, I mean, one thing I, I, I f- that took time, Andrew. And I don't know if it's completely fixed. <laughs> one thing I feel like I've I noticed was like, if you were at least outside a trial. You kind of, there was no consequences to any actions. So if there was an yeah. action available, you just did it. Um, 
But even within the trial, it was really only if you presented evidence that it would do the health bar, which I don't know. I don't want to say it like was a bad thing because it it made it easier to get through in one aspect. But I kind of wished it gave you took away health for like pressing the 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 witness too much hold it. or yeah like yeah, the doing too it, much yeah. of those things because otherwise i just i would get to a point where i'm like i don't know do i need to just keep pressing the same point to hopefully they crack or like i, I got a little hung up on on one or two of those but overall i i thought the trial system was by and far the most fun of the game i kind of just wanted more of that so yeah so they actually add that in the second game with a new system called cyclox because uh, Phoenix basically gets, like, one of those little amulets that Maya and Mia have. Yeah. And he can literally see the auras of people. And he can tell when they're lying or not. <clears throat> so they get these locks around their body. And you have to break these locks by presenting certain evidence. Huh. And Interesting. Th- that right. leads to some of, like, what you're wanting from there being consequence. And you're not just being able to click everything until you get it right. Okay, because that was the thing of like kind of almost feeling like it was linear is that it was like, well, you can't really fail. So you just you can just stumble your way through. I wanted to fail. I want because I felt like I was never going to get to a point where it would come up and be like, you're guilty because it was just always going to lead to not guilty. (laughs) Yeah. And the uh, fourth case, you're going against a different prosecutor. And I felt like that was the vibe of like. Oh, if you're wasting time, you're going to get in trouble. So that like, I was kind of nervous of like, can I not like push people too hard or I'm going to get penalized for it. But, uh, Javier, you make a good thing. I want to give a people tip on of, you know, the only time you can lose a game is during trial. Like, you know, I think he said where if you present evidence and it's not right, you have a health bar and the health bar goes down games over. Like the game just hard done like you have to load your previous save so the game is you can literally save it anytime literally within any text during anything just press start save which is great which also segues into this is a fantastic cloud game because of that like no matter what's going on literally just press start save done turn it off you boot up right there and then so uh yeah make sure you save before every trial <laughs> because yes. if you fail like i said it just shuts the game down and you have to start over so just make sure you save before trials the judge turns into the dad from katamari and he just starts laser beaming you <laughs> uh but yeah the trials like i agree keith the trials are just a ton of fun they're very kind of like some of them are very goofy but as like the stories are unfolding and stuff like some of them kind of forgot frustrating because uh you know, your character Phoenix Wright is like, oh, I caught the contradiction, like uh, the the contradiction in there. And then I'm like, I'm like literally rereading. I'm like, I don't see it. Like, what am I missing? And then I feel like an idiot because I'm literally constantly pressing people and like trying to figure out. And then I'm just presenting random evidence. Well, I, but, uh, there is that case yeah. where even this playthrough, I was struggling because I remember like you just, <clears throat> there's one of the cases where you just got to kind of press the the person on the stand and then he's like, I have nothing. And then like, bam, (laughs) Maya appears and you're like, Oh snap. (laughs) Yeah. That it's like, yeah, you're magically saved up. That that got a little frustrating. It felt like almost every case. It was just like, this is over. It's 
done. And then it's like, objection. And then it's like, no, it's still on. I was kind of like, okay, this is what I mean. Like your character's supposed to be an ace attorney, but it's literally grasping at straws. Yeah, no, he's he's by the, the, the nail of his teeth, basically. Does it at least improve the other games? Like, does he actually become more confident and like... He does become more confident, and he has a little less more less help, you know. Okay, but he becomes an actual ace attorney. Yeah, I I kind of <laughs> like to look at this story. Like, if you look at the writing, um, towards the end of some of the chapters, he's like talking back on it. So the way I like to look at it is the way they're doing a My Hero Academia, where it's like oh. you're seeing it happen. But in reality, it's Deku telling you the story of how he became the greatest hero. So, oh, so, so, so it's like maybe he's just retelling you the story of how he became the Ace Attorney. Okay. And you're getting an, cool. and you're getting an embellished story of it, maybe a little bit, because he's. You know, he's oh, dude, he around. doesn't embellish anything. He's a complete idiot. In it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's just that dumb. <laughs> Even better. So Javier, so you, you said a little bit changes, like where you get an ability of like you know, seeing people's aura, how much more does the gameplay actually change? Um, well, it, it makes you want to be a little more prepared because then, like it said, leads to that game over. In the second one, you get like a psychic ability. Does like the gameplay change that much in the third one? Or is it still, are you still just doing the same thing? It's just more cases. It, it's just basically more of the, the same in the third one. Um, right. It's just better plot. I think in the third one, what they added, I'm not sure if it's the third one, or if it was added at the end of this one, but it's like they start adding the thing where like the evidence has to be turned around more. And yeah, I'm f- getting that in the uh, fifth episode on the first. Yeah, game, so that which that that's cool. That's that's like a hint of what starts being added. But for the most part, these three games are are just like a really great foundation for, like I said, the other eight games, eight plus games that they have <laughs> out. Yeah, so far, yeah, I'm now liking like being able to actually like rotate and investigate these clues that I'm finding. Because what game was it, Keith, that it had that element, but they didn't use it? It was another detective game. Uh, oh, last case of Benedict Fox. Oh, yeah. Remember you were picking up like these story elements, and they're like, oh, you can turn them around and investigate, and you literally only do it for like two items. But in oh, this, like... Okay. Yeah, in the fifth case, they're like, oh, like no, you need to look at all of your... Well, the clues that you're getting and kind of look at them. Well, that makes sense. I mean, like, <clears throat> I, I won't spoil it too much, but there's an item in the first, very first case that I won't say, I, won't, I at least won't say what it is, that if you could turn it around, yeah. you could solve the case and essentially, like, immediately, or at least so much of the case would be put together. But it kind of, and to a certain degree, like, kind of going back to the story... I kind of knew that as soon as, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but there was, like, certain elements of the story that... <laughs> I mean, it's a tutorial if it's the first one. You're I know. It's not that big of a but spoil. But, like, I don't know. As soon as it started, I was like, I was like, this You're is also- going to, like, as, as soon as they said it was a receipt, I was like, this receipt is going to be, like, the actual thing, and it has nothing to do with the name that's on here. Yeah. I was like, this, like, I immediately knew. Now, is every case that obvious? No. But I, I, in a certain way, I guess it's kind of like, I don't know, I think it's kind of the bummer to it is like, not because that was so easy, but there's so many things where it's like, well, there's just one thing and there's no real secret to finding it. It's just, you're going to have to find this item 
and you can't not find it like because it like won't again correct me if i'm I, I don't know where it changes if it changes so i'm going to say this a lot but it's like it won't let you go into trial unless you have the necessary items yeah yeah no. yep. you, right. you yeah so like you do all the invisible checklists exactly oh yeah so we were kind of talking about that earlier so i don't know i guess to a certain degree i think it'd be kind of more interesting if you could be like oh maybe i didn't do this whole investigation right i have to go back now that is a lot of time that would be sunk but it would it would definitely make you um more thorough that's for sure it would but i feel like that's always like the line that game developers struggle with is how much they want to trust the player (laughs) because not all players are the same (laughs) (laughs) it's very true that's why i wish this game gave you like a slightly more direction or uh like i said like your your companion maya like she when you go back to your office you can talk to her say like what should i do next she just gives you a broad idea what to do it would have been nice if she would said like oh we should go back to this person and talk to them again kind of give you an idea of what scene you need to go to kind of figure it out so that's the only thing that kind of stinks about like it can kind of hold you up but what I do absolutely love about this game is this game is a palate cleanser type of game. This is definitely something, you know, this is three games in one, you know, each case actually takes probably about three to four hours to complete. Like they're hefty cases. And, but this is a game that you can definitely just drop for a month, pick it up again and just keep going with it. Like, it's not a game where it's like, Oh, I need to beat this all weekend too. So I can remember the story and remember the gameplay. It's very simple gameplay, very simple story, but it's just, it's you know because anytime we talk about a palate cleanser game it's usually a you sit down once you know four hour game you beat it there you go there that was your game but this is like something you can actually keep in your backlog and continually go back to which is great yeah it's it's really nice that it it does it like that and then not, not even that it's really nice that it breaks itself up into chapters within the chapter yeah and it gives you those little save points like oh You've been playing for probably a while to get here. <laughs> you don't have to keep going. Here's a save if you want to leave. And even just yeah. giving you the choice to save whenever you want, you know? Well, because it's... There's no autosave. Yeah, it's, no. A, it's a pretty succinct little game loop, really. It's, you know, it's your investigation, trial, investigation, trial, repeat. Yeah. And, and so you can, like you said, just kind of do it in those little chunks and individually those are probably about 30 to 40 minutes of gameplay maybe i i don't know if they're all like this it, it could but it, i know you both mentioned the same complaint that i had with it um on the the samurai investigation movie uh, movie studio one there's a lot of traveling and if it weren't for that there traveling i don't mind all the investigation the story work that's going on to it because that's kind of neat and interesting it's just a lot of moving so i i could do with uh less of that but otherwise, even the investigation <laughs> stuff was fun. The trial was just more fun. Uh, yep. I just got excited when a trial was happening because I was like, <laughs> yeah. Especially well, this is, that's. I, I mean, can we, can we just jump to it early? Because I'm really excited now because you got me talking about it. the music changes. And the way that it changes going into trial is so yeah. much fun. <laughs> and like everything about the sound effects, the music, all of it was yes. just so much uh. fun. I've I've seen this game memed so much with the objection, hold it, and the audio. So like this is a type of game, like normally I would hate, but I because like it's it is a lot of the same repeating audio, same t- repeating soundtracks. But man, it is fun. 
And it's like the soundtrack is just usually kind of upbeat and goofy, but when it picks up and they're in an epic moment during trial, it's awesome. And I don't, I never got sick of anyone saying objection. It's awesome. It's, it's really great. Especially when they start going back and forth, like objection, objection. And then they're like, oh, well, the weirdest one is, uh, when you're going against the prosecutor, Von Karma, Carmen, no karma, karma. Yeah. His is like, yeah, his 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 was kind of weird because it's like it's very grumbly <laughs> and it does not match the guy. I love I love the thing he does at the judge or like basically just at Phoenix anytime where he kind of points and like closes one eye and like he like nods his head and he's like no 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 uh, his, his yeah his finger his finger waggle <laughs> yeah I was like oh my god you you cocky man stop it I love it my favorite ah, objection Phoenix right slapping the paper <laughs> yeah. My favorite objection was probably Edgeworth, and maybe not necessarily because of the audio, but the one where he does the objection to the old uh, Mrs. Old Hag because he just wants her to stop talking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, and the judge is like, I object to her talkativeness, and the judge is like, agreed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just oh man, I can't like I can't individually remember one song versus another. But I just know that every time the trial came on, I knew that the music was going to be so much more fun. And yeah, all of it was just like, like it, it felt like it was a fighting game. And there is yeah. an element of it that is, but it's it's just a bunch of dialogue. That's all that's happening. It's a bunch of dialogue yep. at the end of the day. <laughs> and hey, words hurt. Check out Marvel vs. Capcom 3, dude. Oh. Words hurt. <laughs> Point. <laughs> we actually fight us phoenix that's awesome um i will say the only song that kind of got annoying though uh it's like this upbeat music it's usually when like a pretty female's on the screen so it first appeared with uh the pink lady in the second case that song got, got a little annoying but yeah this is the type of game you absolutely don't need to wear headphones with like because there's no voice except for objection and hold it but uh you know you don't need to listen to the soundtrack I recommend it though. I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. And and even then, if you just want to like read, it gives you the choice to turn off all the noise, all the sound, if you really want to experience yeah. it like that. <laughs> oh, if you really want to have a real silent experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you immediately agreed with me, Javier. It is like how much of the sounds are ripped straight out of other Capcom games in Mega Man. Do you know for sure, or do you just know because you heard it as well? Yeah, I, I heard as well, but I don't know for sure how much. Okay. But with Capcom, you always know they, they love their properties and they're willing to mix them up as much as yeah. they, they can. I feel like the, uh, the the blaster in particular, like that noise I, I heard being used a lot. But that and like the swiping of stuff, just yeah, it was great. I, I I appreciated it all the time. It's it's definitely a nice way that they play on your nostalgia without you knowing they're playing on your nostalgia. <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> so it's it's very is that smart you of them. On your shoulder, Keith. It is. He he likes to climb up halfway up my shoulder, and then I just do this because otherwise, then he just claws me to try to hold himself in place. It's hilarious because on my end, well, probably on Andrew's end too, is just like a blurred hand going like this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a lot better than when I have him down here and you just see me doing this a lot. Oh yeah. Arms. So, so I like to just be like, hey, there's a cat present. That's why my hands are doing weird things. <laughs> Kitty. Um, but yeah, the uh, the graphics though, you know, 
I, I love the character designs. This game doesn't take itself seriously, which is awesome. Like, obviously, you're investigating murders and stuff like that. Like, it's obviously not meant to... It, it's not so outlandish and goofy, but it definitely has fun with what's going on. And the, yeah, you can definitely see within the character designs and just how these characters act. And then, of course, as we said, too, the character names. But I just... I love the art style of this game. And throughout the series, the, the further you get into the series the wilder the names get. <laughs> Don't at one point, I thought I saw a meme. Don't you pro, um, like question a chicken? Yeah. And then uh, I, know, I, I I got you question a parrot. That's pretty funny. And in one of the later games, you get a orca on the stand. <laughs> That's awesome. A what? An orca, like a killer okay. whale. I thought that's what I heard you say. I, th- I, think I thought that was the words that came out of your mouth. I just had to make sure I, you repeated them for me. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a, it, it gets, like, I think in uh, this trilogy, I think you managed to get, like, an assassin um, through a walkie-talkie. And, like, he's threatening the judge the whole time. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I mean, while threatening people is not awesome, but, but that's just yeah. a fun game. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, I I love just that Capcom just has fun with this, because like even to, like like I said, the characters are so outlandish, but they're just they're actually like you, you know you're talking to these people and they're just a talking head, so at least they're having fun. And I gotta say, at least every character is very memorable. Like anytime I'm going and seeing these people, like I actually remember who they are, what they're doing, and stuff like that, which is a really like that just shows how good of art they have. Because I can't tell you how many games I played. And they're like, oh, remember this guy? And I'm like, no, I don't remember that guy. He looks like everyone else. I agree. They they go that extra mile to make all of them distinct. Even with uh, not just like their looks, but even their personality traits. Like they're not all the same people. Um, one of my favorites yeah. from this game that comes to mind is still from Case 3, which we've all been going back to the, the Steel Samurai. <laughs> but it's uh, the director. Or like the, oh, the or the creator, like the super creepy yeah, director. He's so oh. cringe, man. He's like LOL Raul Pone. And he's like sweating and like <laughs> yeah. sticking his tongue out at the girls. It's like, oh man, this is gross. I'm like, man, I'll remember that guy for sure. Cause not only that, yeah, he's hitting on uh Maya and she's seventeen, so this guy's like straight up pedophile. It's like this is kind of creepy. Yeah, well I don't I don't know. The, the right way to ask this question because so then when mia maya oh changes to mia yeah it are they showing, I, I think i know where you go with this are key, they this showing kinda... mia because then they very provocatively make a 17 year old at that point which is very uncomfortable no. weird. okay we're going by anime yeah. rules <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm assuming it's actually maya because even other people are saying she looks different okay well I mean, they kind of look the same. I don't know. I'm just saying. I I, I guess that was my only thought on that. They look that, the same except but, in the chest area. Yeah. Is what is the biggest mm-hmm. difference. Really just in the way that the game portrays it more than anything, I guess. Because that's the... Yeah. It's very obvious the change they make there. But, like, visually, like, her <laughs> face does look older. But she's also, like, looking yeah. up instead of, like, I don't know, always looking, I don't know, down in a way almost. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like, I feel like that's part of the arc that they played throughout the trilogy, where uh, when you meet Mia, she's like less confident and she's living by herself and training to be a medium, and Maya's out here being a lawyer and 
doing stuff, you know. So I feel like when you see Mia, she's she's looking down and stuff just because she's she hasn't built that self confidence yet, and yeah. with everything she's dealing, you, even even when you first meet her and and you're like, I want to be your defense attorney. She goes, I'm good. My sister told me to find anyone but you. <laughs> and you're like, well, but I'm the only one trying to help you. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I did love that like dialogue of, you know, because it's like a typical of a game where it's just like, oh, yeah, it happens. And you're going to help the save. And she's like, no, I don't want you. I literally will take anyone else. Uh. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to ask you, though, Javier, you know, because you mentioned it in our Discord. But, you know, since this art style is, you know, very typical kind of like anime, it's very, the characters are crazy and wild. You mentioned that there's a live action movie. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask, is the live action movie worth watching? If you are enjoying the game, you will enjoy the movie. Um, really? Because, some... like, it's so, to me, this seems so weird to have a live action because you got to, there's always a element of disbelief you got to take with anime i never generally like when they take animes and try to make them live action because as i said like the whole purpose like, of anime is to make crazy characters i feel like what makes the movie work is that they don't downgrade the ridiculousness like <laughs> really? like you gotta understand like they add some uh things to the movie like for example there's like this giant ai computer that displays all the evidence and that looks like your screen from the game. Uh, and, and and when, like, they have uh, evidence that contradicts the other one, sometimes, like, they'll catch it. They'll, like, make it appear in hologram form. And they'll go, they'll physically go, take that and chuck it at the person. <laughs> and that'll fly at them and they'll, like, flinch and stuff. That's awesome. And then, and then just the love they put into the costumes and the hair for that game. For the live, yeah, that's what it looks like. For for the live action, like they went that extra mile. So, when you look at Phoenix Wright, you're gonna go like, "This guy looks ridiculous," but when you look yeah. at him and you look at him in the game, that's Phoenix Wright. Yeah. So it, it, I'm like, they just put that extra mile of love that that makes it worth it. They did they did remix um some of the cases, so it follows like the same major story beats, but you don't necessarily go case by case like. My example would be at the start of the live action movie, you um, are doing the defense for Larry as Phoenix. You're watching the defense for Larry. But at the same time, there's like a montage going. So you get acquainted with uh, Edgeworth and he's actually doing the Steel Samurai case that we've been talking about. So so they take their liberties, but it's it still has all the big major players um and it's still a great film um it's like i I believe nowadays i looked it up it's like 89 cents to rent yep i and, actually just looked it up and, it's not streaming anywhere but it's 89 cents on amazon prime and i'm you might be i bought this at hot topic for 30 dollars back in 2012 so you're nobody's me <laughs> so if you have 89 cents and you enjoy the game uh watch it it's it is in Japanese and you do have to watch it with subtitles. I I have never been able to find a dub. I don't know if there is a dub. But hey, it already feels more like the game because you're reading the game. Yeah, you're reading text. <laughs> there you go. Well, so that was kind of good point. So you said you can buy this movie, and even if it's for eighty nine cents, I guess that kind of answers my question. I was curious if this was like a some really talented cosplayers with you know, a passion and some decent cameras or is this like a, what was it? The room? 
where someone has a decent amount of money and they were like, I'm going to do something whether people want this or not because I have enough money to actually put it together. It's 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 more like The Room, but it, this is from the, <laughs> the era where um, I think this came around the time when they did the actual live-action Death Notes too. Oh, I remember uh, when that came, happened. This came out in 2012. Uh, I see it was distributed by Toho, which I think they are like the big Japanese company. I think they do a lot of... Uh, don't they do the Godzilla movies? Toho? I believe so, yeah. No, that would be Toby, no? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Toby. That was close. Too many toes. <laughs> but, uh... But, I, I like, I... When you first first when you first showed us it, I was like, I don't know, that looks weird. But honestly, the more I'm looking at it, and the way you described it, I kind of want to watch this movie. Though. Hey, 89 cents. You'll, you'll have an experience for sure. And uh, and even if you don't want to watch a live action, they do have a fully dubbed uh, anime that covers the first three games. Oh wow! So that's that's pretty cool. This th- this game's old. This game, like every time like Keith kept going, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm like, this game's like 22 <laughs> years old. If you spoil anything, <laughs> it's a well. Hey, a lot of people have got like me. Yeah. Keith never got a chance to play it. That's true. That's why I've been also respectful. I don't want to just jump forward. <laughs> no, that's good. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the achievements. Uh, as far as the achievements go, this game is, you know, you're, you're getting, what, 15 gamer score every time you complete a case. There is a couple gamer score, though, that you get from... Uh, there's some specific cases that actually say, like, oh, you need to do this thing. But there's not that many. Uh, none of the achievements are secret, so just yeah. the achievements and you can kind of go through. Uh, there's one achievement that is kind of making me laugh. Uh, it's go through every dialogue about ladders. Oh, yeah. I think it's just in the first one. No, that's in the whole series. <laughs> okay. And it's actually a funny dialogue because people are like, that's a ladder. He's like, no, that's a step ladder. And they're like, well, what's the difference? And it's kind of this funny joke with She's it. She's like, you got to stop. You got to be more open-minded, Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the, the achievements though are are pretty solid. But out of yeah, I guess I'd record for achievement hunters because if you just play through all these games, you're gonna get a majority of the achievements. Yeah. Um, and then if you just miss them, everything's broken down by chapter, so you can just visit back that chapter and get that specific chapter achievement. Yeah. Um, I saw you miss the because because you didn't know I I I, I knew coming in. I saw you miss the one for when you do the tutorial trial. You actually have Mia Faye as the person you're defending. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. yeah 30 points. Oh, oh I got that one because I, I look, I think I did at least because I think I went back for it because I had, I had wasn't far past it when I saw it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go back and reload. Yeah. But that does remind me, this game actually does something that really kind of annoys me and that's fake dialogue choices. Like that, that, that annoys me. Some of it is kind of funny though. Because there's a lot of times where it's just like, do you want to continue this trial? And it's like, obviously, you got to say yes, because if you say no, then you lose the game. But even I've tried a couple of times where I'm like, I'm going to say no. And then your character just thinks like, well, I really shouldn't say no. I think I'm going to continue the case. And it's just like, well, why give me the option? Just continue the case. Is it to remind me to see if I'm awake and paying attention or well, something? Well, see, like, that's kind of this? where I go back to it being a little too linear in terms of the gameplay. Yeah. It's This is one of the very very rare instances that i probably would either have beaten liz to saying this or 100 percent agree with her that i kind of almost would have rather just watched this as a show like not necessarily the i mean maybe or a live the, action movie maybe the live <laughs> action movie but honestly like a like an animated series 
I think it would yeah. would make a really cool animated series. I mean, it, it's halfway there already. You basically just animate the rest of it. See, but I kind of disagree though, because I was having fun. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't things. have fun. I just and I like uh, I think oh, no. it would be very entertaining to watch as as an animated series, and and, yeah, I, and I, I would be would perfectly hate... fine with that being my only outlet of it. I guess. So you're saying you want Scooby Doo? You just want to watch Scooby Doo? No. Well, I mean, well, gosh, now you're kind of, because you also, like, there's always like a big reveal at the end of the trailer. Like, well, actually, yeah. who's under this mask? <laughs> but you guy. also miss out on that uh, that impact that that you get from the game of getting that aha moment. Where, yeah, exactly. That's, so, so that's for me. Watching the thing after, because, you know, I wouldn't have watched these things if I hadn't played the game. That's the problem. Like, you don't go out of your way looking for Ace Attorney if you don't know what it is. Just because yeah. it's so out there. And if I, I feel like if I would have watched the show without experiencing any of the game, I would completely agree with Keith. Yeah. But experiencing the game, even though they change some things, you already know what's coming and you don't get that... Op- Ah, okay, it was this clue. Yeah. It was this clue that I didn't get right the first time, but this time I got it. You yep. know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like this game, it like would sometimes make me like fake make me feel like I'm being smart, even though like the game's obviously kind of feeding you and revealing the things that the way. But it would sometimes I'd feel like oh I'm so smart I saw <laughs> I read that it's the gun caught fired three times, which is always another funny thing in a lot of these games that like the criminals are so conservative with bullets like in reality like because guns are always like oh two shots were fired three shots were fired it's like in reality this guy would have had like three clips emptied in him like you wouldn't be counting bullets like people just blast people but that's something that um i think comes up to it being written in japan and you gotta you got you gotta take that into account especially (laughs) even with america uh, (laughs) it doesn't work for the localization you know what i'm saying and yeah. it's 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 I agree with you. They would have just emptied that clip. It wouldn't have been <laughs> It would have been one precise bullet in the heart. He's dead. I'm not gonna verify this person's dead. I know, I shot him in the heart. But I'm e- leaving the gun here now. But even in like uh Yakuza, you see how big of a deal is a gun is in that game and ah, and, true, and that yeah. takes place in Japan. So it's like for them, that's 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 a pretty big deal. So for us it doesn't make sense because we're like, Oh my yeah. gosh. But for them, they're like, oh, my God, three bullets? Where did he get three bullets? <laughs> That's a very good point. So, Javier, since you've always played all these games, like, I always want to know, is there actually, like, an overarching story? Like, how much more does this game progress? Yes. Because, like, okay. There's there's the big narrative, and um, they, uh, they were tasked with making this a trilogy, and it had to have a grand finale. So the big case keeps continuing. Um Edgeworks arc keeps continuing till you get to the big reveal at the uh, end of the third game. Which so so oh, okay because I was kind of curious about that because like some of these cases like at the beginning here seemed very very much their own thing. The only thing that seemed to change is like your relationship with Edgeworth and Maya. But I because like on the cover of this game it looks like there's some significant figures that I haven't seen. So I was like, I feel like there's got to be yeah. an overall evil superpower or something going on. So you see um, Francesca Von Karma, which is the for the second game. She's the daughter of uh, Von Karma. Oh, Von Karma. 
And she's the main antagonist. Hence she's, the name. She's great, dude. She walks in the court with a whip in like dominatrix style <laughs> outfits. And she beats the judge when she gets mad, like with the whip. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then you got Godot, which is the guy that kind of looks like Cyclops on the cover. Okay, yeah. And, um, about him. and uh, his whole deal is that he drinks 17 cups of coffee a day. Before, before, before each trial, he has to have 17 cups of coffee. And some of those end up on your face when you piss them off, you know. <laughs> so, gosh. So, so basically, the cover is just like the main characters for the three. The main character, the antagonist for the three games. Yeah. Versus having the whole ensemble. But man, I I, I cannot wait to play more of this game. Like, just just you just describe these characters because I love just the like animations <laughs> and everything in this game. Ah, uh, I I can't wait. And what what like. So I want to ask you though, Javier, what's your favorite one, and do you have a favorite case? Um, my favorite one would probably be the the third one with Godot, because that has a lot of mystery, and I love how the tutorials introduced. Because in the third one, the tutorial you actually play as Maya on her first case. My slight mm-hmm. slight spoiler. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, I mean, that's yeah. the, that's one of the the ways they get around you being an ace attorney and not having to teach you how to lawyer every game. <laughs> um, but my favorite case, I believe, takes place in Justice for All, and it's uh, you. You actually have to end up going to a circus, and you have to like interview all like all these clowns and like circus people about what's going on. And it was like one of the more outlandish ones to me. So that that's definitely my my favorite game. I don't remember the exact number in the in the second game, but that's fine. I mean, honestly, just the description alone. I can't wait to play more of this game. Well, it's 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 long, but it's great, and yeah, everybody should play Phoenix Wright, man. So let's get into our final thoughts here. Um, Keith, why don't you go first? <sighs> Phoenix Wright is a game that uh, I've known about for years and years. I I had a DS way back when. I I never played it. I just I was always aware of it, and and that was about it. Um, I, I, I guess I, I kind of didn't know what I was getting into. I knew sort of a little bit about what it was, but all I can say is I had a lot of fun. It's, it's a, I think Andrew described it best as, as we always describe many games, but he described it best as a palate cleanser. Cause it's an easy pick up and put down type of game, even though there's, I think like 60 plus hours of gameplay in total, there's, there's so much to do that it's not necessarily it's the same game loop but it's different every time and it's interesting and fun and so many different ways and um yeah i i think as long as it's on game pass it's worth checking out because while we didn't really talk about it it's a game that i guess as long as you know how to read it's pretty much a purely (laughs) accessible game because there's no there's no time elements in the gameplay and that you need to have a quick reaction time it's purely just moving the the cursor around the screen and hitting A. And that's really the extent of it. And any other buttons that you might need to push at some point are on the screen and you only need to push them at one time. Like so it's just a it's a super accessible game and you know, it's something that like I was you know, I was talking to my wife about playing, like I could sit down and have her play with me and we could, you know, kind of work through the game together and like that type of thing. So it's I think it's a really cool type of um, gameplay in that aspect as well so i i while i don't know that it's like a quote-unquote 
definite game it is definitely worth checking out and there's a lot of fun to be had in it for sure i would give it an 82 i didn't even talk about the music which i know i i talked about but it, it just makes me giddy it's it it's fun and exciting <laughs> and and all of that i like it nice nice an, an 82 um well for me uh phoenix the the phoenix right ace attorney which is the first game and then later on it moves on to just ace attorney they, they switch the heading so it's not about phoenix anymore oh. for me it's a it's it's a great game i feel like everyone should experience um for a, a minute after you guys invited me to come on and talk about it i thought i might be blinded by nostalgia so that that that's why I was like I better install the new trilogy on and and just see how I feel about it in recent times so I'm not blowing smoke into the anthill, you know. Yeah. And uh I feel like it's an experience that if you're looking for a slower paced game, if you're looking if you like to read first of all, but something <laughs> slower paced, uh you will highly enjoy. Sometimes it does disrespect your time if you don't know where to go, but you can yeah. you you can you can forgive that a little because it's just it's so well written and it's just something that i feel more people should experience with what gaming is today like i keep going back to that palate cleanser cuz like lately i've been playing dead island 2 and man that's got me desensitized to a lot of things right now <laughs> but going back to this it's just so wholesome the music's there the characters are well written. You remember them. You don't ever go yeah. like, "Oh, who's who's gum, who's Gumshoe?" You 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 know yeah. you know who Gumshoe is. <laughs> uh, you know who Edgeworth is. You, you remember him. And for me, it's like a ninety. And that's just because wow. I've, you know, this it's three games. That's the only. Re if it was just, oh, we're checking out the first game, the score might be different. But as an overall package of three games, I say it's a ninety. And yeah. and not to contradict Keith, but even now that it's on Game Pass, even if it's not on Game Pass, I feel ten dollars for each of these games because the game only costs thirty dollars overall. You're getting quite a package. So even if they took this off Game Pass, and you're listening to this, check this out. And if it's on Game Pass, why are you? You made it to the end. Go play it right now. <laughs> yeah, you make some great points there. Uh, yeah, just re really much reiterating what these guys said. It is just, it's a very relaxing game and fun. Uh, I understand, you know, some people aren't just like, oh, I don't, you know, it's, it, people will argue that it's not a game because, yeah, the game kind of lacks a little bit of gameplay. It is a lot of reading and stuff, but it is, it is a lot of fun of just, these characters are very memorable and it was, even while you're reading and figuring out these cases, it did, like I said, sometimes make me feel smart, even though this game is clearly kind of feeding you these like breadcrumbs to help you solve the case but once it kind of started clicking i'm like oh this is cool this is interesting so the stories are just fun and engaging and just like i said it's a fantastic cloud game you can save it anytime so it just made it so simple to jump in and not only that it's touch controls so even if you don't have a controller with you and you're just on a bus or train or whatever you literally can just play right on your phone no issues it's great you don't need a great connection either because it's not, as Key said, nothing's timed. So it's very relaxing and easy to do these like cases and investigations. Awesome. Um, yeah, my biggest gripe, uh, as I said earlier, is just, as Javier said, it sometimes can disrespect your time of, 
you don't know where to go sometimes when you're investigating and that can kind of suck the wind out of your sails. But besides that, it's a fun, fun game. And it's something you don't have to beat within a weekend. You can just pick it up anytime. But yeah, Javier, you make a great point. It is just 30 bucks. Even if this is off Game Pass, I actually would I would buy this game. It's a lot of fun. I, I own it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I mean, installed it. I, I didn't I didn't know I owned it. I just I have a thing where I buy games and. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm giving an 85. I just was talking to Javier here. I cannot wait to find out these other cases and just find more of these stories because nothing's been a disappointment though as the, as the story's written. But yeah, as far as Metacritic goes, uh, I figure it's better to read the uh, Metacritic for the 3DS as this originally was on. But uh, it's for Metascore, it has an 81. For user score, it's 8.6. Which actually, the Xbox One isn't much different, but it hasn't been on the Xbox this long, so it doesn't have as many reviews. Look for the Game Boy Advance one. (laughs) No, I'm messing with you. (laughs) Was it actually on Game Boy Advance? I thought this was only 3DS. No, no, I'm telling you. That's why it's a re-re-report, because... It originally came out as oh, a yeah, you're right. for Game Boy Advance as a Japan exclusive. It's crazy. I always had a Game Boy Advance. I loved my Game Boy Advance. I'm surprised I never picked this up then. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, go to GamePassGrabBag.com. You'll find the links to all our things. Our link to our Discord, where we live record every Tuesday, 8.30 EST. Uh, come join. See us. Talk to us. Say hi. Um Always love hearing from people. I've been your hardcore gamer, Sandra. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird Z1152. Uh, Javier from Nerd Talk Plus, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you? Um, you guys could find me on anywhere, really. Instagram, Twitter. Everything's at Nerd Talk Plus, Twitch. Um, uh, we do a podcast. Not a s- Don't listen with your kids, <laughs> but listen if you want. It gets wild. You might hear us. You might. Hear us yell about why Metal Gear is better than certain things. It's better than Mass Effect. We get into weird arguments. Than, oh, no, it's not better than Mass Effect. Oh, mm. I'll disagree with that. I'm going to have to have you on. So <laughs> Which, by the way, happy N7 day. N7. Mass Effect day. Hey! There was a teaser for new Mass Effect. Oh, man, I got to go watch that after this then. Took us too long to get you on this, uh, Javier. Thank you so much for joining us. So. No problem. Any Anytime. I've, it's, it's like... It feels weird saying it, but it's not really weird. It probably is going to feel weird hearing it from you guys, but it's like a dream come true. <laughs> like, sh- shout out to uh, Squid Kelly in the Discord. I hope I said that. Or Kel. I hope I said that wrong. Uh, wrong, right? Um, but early, I-, I wanted it to be like that hipster guy that was like, I've listened to all the episodes, even if they're not on Game Pass. <laughs> But I was like, no. Nope. Yeah, you've been a long time listener, Virus. We appreciate it. Yeah, no. When when I when I found this podcast, it was like, like my job. I work with Stone, so I just need something to pass this time because like the rocks don't talk <laughs> back. And if you start talking to the rocks, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, so it's just good having you guys in my ear every week. All right, Keith. Wow, everyone, with your great outro. Gosh. I mean, no, I, Javier just said all these nice things about us. I don't know what I'm supposed to say now. I'm terrible with compliments. <laughs> Thank you. Or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. More people should join our Discord. We're, we're fa- fairly active-ish. We're getting there. Uh, Javier's yeah. been helping us drive that. And he said, Squid Kel, you're, you're in there too. We're, we're getting people. So, 
join us there and then fun you, conversations going and on then there. you can ultimately join to uh hang out and record normally javier's hanging out in the recording tonight he is the recording so <laughs> you so yeah um do that that'll be my plug for the night yeah. and i've been keeping will be back <laughs> Liz will be back. She was uh, very sick this week, so she's like, "I literally will be coughing the entire time that episode." So that's why she sat out with us. But she'll be back. Uh, but anyway, we love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.